This is Stories of Salem, presented by Capital Community Media. This week, we toured Salem's new navigation center, a low-barrier shelter serving our unhoused neighbors. Many unhoused people have trouble accessing services like housing due to obstacles such as gender, sobriety, or having pets. Low-barrier shelters remove many of these blocks, allowing people to access vital services much more easily. We interviewed local leaders, including Salem Mayor Chris Hoy, City of Salem Homeless Liaison Gretchen Bennett, Mayor's Office Intern Connor Mullaney, and the Mid-Willamette Valley Community Action Agency Chief Programming Officer Ashley Hamilton about the importance of the shelter, what it provides, and what community members can expect when they walk through the front door. Here's Salem's Mayor Chris Hoy speaking from the center's communal day use area. There are a lot of people who just need extra supports to be able to get back on their feet or to be able to thrive. And this, this place will help people figure out what it is that they need and, and help um, gather those resources around them. We meet every person where they're at and then try to lift them up from there. People who may not qualify in other places or may not be comfortable in other settings, this place I think will be for them. You can have a pet, you can have a partner, you can be intoxicated. It's really, if you can, if you can follow the rules, um, you know, within a, a certain set of parameters, you can be here. And it, there, we try to eliminate the things that might keep you out of other places. The nice thing about what we've done here in the last six or so years in the Marion Polk region is we have a coordinated entry system. So you can contact Arches, uh, you can contact the Salem Housing Authority, any of the typical places where you might come into contact with a service provider and they can refer you. People are dying on our streets and we have to do whatever we can to stop that. And it's programs like this that are gonna make that happen. It's the humanitarian crisis that we have going on in this country. And, and certainly we're not exempt from that here in the Marion Polk region and specifically in the city of Salem. And so we're doing all we can to get people off the streets and back to a better place. Mayor Hoy encouraged community members to push for continued funding for the Navigation Center by contacting their legislators. We don't have ongoing funding for this program and we were working really hard to try to find it. So any support that we can get, people can talk to their legislators, uh, the, con the congressional delegation, whoever, we really need help sustaining services because we just don't have them. We don't have the money to do it within the general fund budget and uh, we need help. The center has been funded by $3 million from the city of Salem, $3 million from Marion County, $3.2 million from Oregon Housing and Community Services, $5 million from the Oregon Department of Human Services, and a $1.3 million grant from Oregon Housing and Community Services to the Mid-Willamette Community Action Agency. We've cobbled together all the money that we could find from whatever source and to make this happen. The state legislature helped us, uh, the Marion County Commissioners helped us, we had our own ARPA dollars from the federal government. I call this kind of like the, the crown jewel of our, of our homeless response. This is going to be, this is going to be a game changer. Please give it a chance. You know, if you haven't found that place, that right place in the past, if you haven't been successful in other, in other uh, shelters, maybe give this a shot. Maybe this is the thing that's going to give you what you need to get that leg up. Gretchen Bennett, Salem's homeless liaison, has been working with the city of Salem for over a decade. We spoke to her and mayor's office intern, Connor Mullaney, in the center's de-escalation room. When we conduct surveys of people who live, work, or play in Salem, they repeatedly tell us that this is the number one issue. It's clearly something that's going to take all of us. It's, it's really going to take a village. Private investment, 
the commitment of individuals and families um, who do everything that they can, um, faith-based organizations, um, and the government, the public sector. Um, it, it's really an all-in kind of problem. It's just clear from where I sit at the mayor's office and the phone calls that we get and the urgent needs that um, the, there's an absolute need for an increase in shelter and this kind of supportive service. I think it's important to know about the people that it serves that they're each individuals. One thing I've noticed is um, um, when I interact with people in the community, often people maybe have met someone experiencing homelessness or they know someone and from that tend to interpret that experience to the broader population. And one thing I've really seen is how unique each situation is. Although there's themes, um, each of the people who will be here are, are truly individuals with a very real pathway, their own life experience, maybe there's past trauma or um, issues that have really been in the way of being able to identify and find secure and affordable housing or what kind of treatment services they may need. So I would really emphasize the uniqueness of the individuals that are here. I think it's important to know that this center is safe and secure. Um, it's important to note it's not a day drop-in center. We very much are focused on the residents that have been enrolled in the program. People will want to get in touch with any one of the community partners um, that are able to complete an assessment. Um, there's a number of organizations in our region who are able to ask questions of people experiencing homelessness so that we can make sure we have the right fit for individuals. Um, that's through what we call our coordinated entry data system. And the um, Archins project um, is going to be managing and operating this facility. So getting in touch with them is a perfect idea. Um, you can reach them at their day center on Commercial Street Northeast or by calling um, 503-399-9080. We ask that people not arrive here hoping to come and stay. We're managing the entry component over on Commercial Street Northeast. Our Navigation Center is a pivotal and unique space for um, up to 75 individuals at any given time. It's gonna be a place to feel safe, it's gonna be a place to rest and get a secure night's sleep. It's gonna be a place to eat, to do your laundry, um, to bring your pet if you have a loved one. I know so many people who experience homelessness have pets that um, they, need a, they need to stay connected to that important relationship and it'll be a place to bring pets. It'll be a place to experience behavioral health services, case management services, get connected to the Oregon Health Plan, to all kinds of things that might be important for that individual. Just know that the city, I feel like, really takes people in with open arms. Um, I, you know, I've been working with Mrs. Bennett in, in the mayor's office, and I've just noticed how much the people in the city genuinely care about everyone. Please sit with us and please um, tell us and talk with us about what's on your mind and what your needs might be. Give us feedback. Help us know what can be better, what can be improved, what can be changed. Um, we want to be able to work with you. Um, I, I'm not comfortable and feel worried um, if you're sleeping at the park or on the sidewalk or in the street. And I really would like to understand how we can help find a different solution. In 2022, the point in time count documented more than 1,566 people that are living unsheltered in Salem, and Marion County is home to 8% of Oregon's total homeless population, according to the Mid-Willamette Valley Homeless Alliance.
with 75 beds. It's the first of its kind in Marion County and has a wide variety of resources available, including personalized case management, which may include assisting residents with rehousing services and applying for the Oregon Health Plan, group and individual behavioral supports like therapy, meals, laundry, individual showers, storage for personal items, a bug sauna to treat items entering the facility, and a pet run and dog wash. Midwillam Valley Community Action Agency Chief Programming Officer Ashley Hamilton spoke passionately about the urgent need to create spaces of safety for Salem's unhoused residents. Salem Navigation Center is, the best way to put it, is our new refuge. It is a place for our unsheltered neighbors to come in and really take that immediate breath, that sigh of relief uh, coming out of the homeless experience. We know that it's incredibly traumatic. We know that many of our neighbors experience immense victimization while being outside. So first and foremost, this is a place where they can come in, feel safe and secure, and start working on their personal goals. And that may manifest differently for everyone. So their individualized service plans will be created on site where they will have access to case managers and goal setting, peer support, and of course, on-site behavioral health services. We're also going to be meeting their basic needs. Because when you're worrying about where a meal is going to come from, where you're going to shower next, or how am I going to feed my adorable pet, they can't really focus on where am I going to then get housing. It's a day-to-day existence. So we're also going to provide those basic needs. We're going to take care of their animals so they really can start focusing both inward and what next steps may look like. So the bulk of the residents will actually come from the regional coordinated entry list. So that really is a master list of individuals who have been over time identified, surveyed, and assessed for their vulnerability. That list is managed by the local Midlamette Valley Homeless Alliance. And over time, these people will be pulled and drawn and referred from coordinated entry and directly enrolled to the system. The second and smaller group, but still very important, are going to be more diversionary-based beds. So that's working really closely with our criminal justice providers through Marion County, as well as Salem PD. So as they engage with individuals, rather than either going to jail or maybe even exiting the criminal justice system, they have a safe harbor for them as well. It's important to spend resources on the unsheltered population for two reasons. First and foremost, the human aspect. We are all people, and we all deserve a dignified and supported life. We are all here during a small duration of time on this earth, and that experience matters. And that thought and that life matters, regardless of the assets and the resources that you have currently with you, that you've had in the past. All that matters is what you're going to make of that life and moving forward. So we have a moral calling and a conviction to do what we can to help our fellow neighbors because homelessness is solvable and homelessness does not have to be an existence that we allow others to live in. We have to expend resources to solve the problem. It's expensive to solve homelessness and I I won't skirt around that. It costs resources to make this happen. But a great way of looking at it is we tend to really understand the term um, generational poverty. We tend to really get that, you know, people over time, if they don't have access to resources like education, good neighborhoods, good food, over time, that really impacts generational wealth and access. However, we have a different mindset when it comes to how we solve that problem. We tend to think we throw a lot of resources at something, it's going to be solved overnight. It took us generations to get into something. It's going to take us generations and a combined set of resources and expertise and skill sets 
to then get out of it. And that's what's so key about the Navigation Center. It, it's, it's an excellent resource, and it's innovative, and it's going to be life-changing on so many aspects, but it also does not act alone. It requires a continuum of service providers and a continuum of resources and opportunity to be successful. A really great example is um, previously there has been a variety of rental assistance resources in our community, from rapid rehousing to small sets of permanent supportive housing. We've seen success through those programs. However, there's always a um, subset of populations that kind of fail out of housing. They're just like, after spending decades and years outside, you're not used to being alone. You're not used to having those coping mechanisms of operating alone in your own space, working with neighbors or landlords, or how to do activities of daily living, like budgeting or cooking. So there's just always been this accepted standard of it's not good for them. It's not the right fit. And so they just go back into homelessness, which creates trauma over time. So we want to keep those resources. We want to be able to maintain rental assistance. How can we make those placements more successful? That's where a navigation center comes in. The navigation center right now is piloted at 90 days is going to be our goal. However, what we're seeing out of national best practice and kind of talking with some of our other navigation centers locally is the average they're seeing is about six months. And that is actually largely attributed to kind of the later stages of the process, exiting into housing. So there has to be housing stock available for people to exit into. So people may be ready and the services are ready. However, do we have a unit? And so it's going to be interesting to see how that manifests here. Luckily, we have some great projects coming online, such as Yuquina Hall, Sequoia Crossings. And so, I, again, the larger continuum will make this possible. So we'll probably see those durations of stays get shorter and shorter. And if someone isn't able to move out in 90 days, that's okay. As long as they're working towards their own version of self-sufficiency and their own goal setting, uh, it's really client-centered, then we're going to keep renewing duration of stay. What I would say to someone experiencing a children's homelessness right now is first and foremost is I'm sorry. I feel that a system has failed you, people have failed you, communities have failed you. I don't I don't know who or where this happened and I don't know how many times, but there have been significant moments in your life that mattered and impacted you and in a very negative way. However, I still believe in hope, and I still believe in the human experience and the human spirit. And there are resources out there, whether it's the Navigation Center, the micro shelters, the Church of the Park, our partners with the Homeless Alliance. There are resources out there and people out there that think you matter. And these services will matter for you. So please come in. Give us a try. Maybe it won't work the first time. We'll try again. We will make that rapport, and eventually we will get you where you want to be. The Salem Navigation Center had its first public open house on April 24th and will start accepting residents into the program at the end of May. The center is accepting residents through a coordinated entry system managed through Arches, who can be reached by calling 503-399-9080. For more information on the Salem Navigation Center, visit the City of Salem's website. To watch or read this story, visit storiesofsalem.substack.com. I'm Megan Jonas from CC Media, and this is Stories of Salem. Thanks for listening.